Today, we are discussing about exploring decisions with inhibition, using our inner vision. Inner vision, 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 inner vision. This podcast, I'm Perry. We're joined once again. Um, I'm joined today with someone who hasn't been on the podcast before, Scott. Scott, how are you going? I'm the best. Thank you. Thank you, Perry. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. My pleasure. And it's good to have you on finally. Thank you. Um, yeah, when I first came along to you, we both got interest in Radio Hay and we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while, so it's good to finally be able to get into it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but finally. Yeah, it is. It's good fun. It'll be thank good fun. You. Um, so, Scott, um, what we normally talk about, I guess, is stuff about mental health. That's sort of what the podcast is about. So what does mental health mean to you? Well, I've had mental illness for most of my life. I've suffered with... I've been diagnosed with schizophrenia, personality disorder, psychosis, depression, PTSD. I've seen so many psychiatrists over the years. Some of them, most of them have given up on me now. And, just, and as I got older, I've tried, I've tried numerous times of suicide. I've had, I've had a problem with alcohol and gambling for many years. I finally beat both of them with the help of with the help of the psychiatrist I was under, and the team at, at Tweed Hospital. They're very, very good. To, they went out of their way to help me for many, many years. And I was under them for quite a number of time in and out of hospital because of my alcoholism and my gambling. Uh, it wasn't for members of my family. I don't know what I would have done, but one of my brothers has stuck by me all the time. A few others have given up on me because I've used them. And I, and I took it for advantage. I gambled, I stole. I had my life ruined because I just couldn't, couldn't come to terms with past sexual abuse and it ruined my life. Um, but I'm, and it's taken many, many years to accept that I've got a problem and I kept on ignoring it over, over many, many years. I don't know, don't know what else to say. Well, you're doing well, Scott. I tell you now, looking at you now, I don't think people, people would tell you you'd have gone through all that, hey? No, it's... I, no, I mean, I've caused a lot of problems over the years because of, because of what, has, what has happened with the, with the abuse. I'd like to name the, the organisation, but unfortunately, I'm, I'm banned by a legal, legal agreement. I can't disclose the organisation that molested, that molested me and millions of other victims out there. It's very important if, if, if you think you're, if you think you're coming down with mental illness, get help straight away. Don't be af- don't be afraid and don't be ashamed. Ask for help if you if you really really need it. Put your hand up and ask for it. There are people out there that will help you. Yeah, definitely. It's one of the biggest things, eh? especially with um, men and sexual abuse. It's a big, uh, I guess, sort of stigma around that people don't think it happens to guys and stuff, but it definitely does, and it's a big deal. And it's something that people are only starting to talk about now, and it's just really important to get out there and get help as soon as as soon as anything happens and speak up. Definitely, and the stigma, and there is a stigma with mental illness with with male victims, and they they think it never happens to you, or other people say I won't happen to me, but it can happen to anyone, any time, and and if you ignore it, if you and really ignore it, it can take control of your life and ruin it. Definitely, it definitely can, and it's great to see you're doing well so well now, Scott. I think you're doing pretty well. How do you feel now? I still have, I still get depression, and but I haven't been in hospital for nearly eight months now. Fantastic, and, and for me that's very, very good because I was in and out of hospital on a regular basis, um, and yeah, and it was. But members of my family stuck by me, uh, and if it wasn't for my brother. I won't give you, I won't say his name, but if it wasn't for my brother. 
I would have given up years. And my mother, she stuck by me all the time. Um, I went, I've been to prison because the person that abused me, I took, took the law into my own hands and, and I just mentally, mentally tortured the guy and I was given ample opportunity not to keep going back, but I ignored the places and I went back. I ended up in prison for nine months, which, and which controlled my life. That's what I think is unfair. Hey, I don't think you should have um, went to prison. What's happened to this other guy? He got away scot-free. Yes, he did. No, no, no charges ever were laid against him. And then you end up with nine months in jail. It's not a very fair system. That's it's it's pretty it's pretty corrupt. It's pretty bad. It's not good for people. I. Uh, I'd say yes to that, but at the same time I'd say, well, like, I learnt the hard way. Revenge, revenge doesn't get you anywhere. Well, that's true. And it, and it took control of my life. Members of my family tried to talk, talk me out of it, and I, I ignored everybody, and no, I would listen to nobody, and the courts gave me ample opportunity not to go back near the guy, mm-hmm. but I just said, screw the courts, and I went and I kept on going back and back and back. I can really understand why you did, though, Scott. I think me and you... Um, I don't know, I relate a lot to you, Scott. I feel like we have a lot of things in common, especially with past stuff. And I could understand why you wanted to and, and ignored the advice of everyone else because it's not easy. When these people hurt you, you know, you want to do whatever you can to get back and get back what you've lost. You do. And, like, and, and there's other... There's not just, I'm, just, I'm, one of, I'm one of many, many millions of victims that have been abused. And not just me, there are girls that have been, there are other girls that have abused also. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't and just affect men. It eh? affects men and women. And like, and I just, each time I've said on the news, it affects me emotionally because I feel like getting out and going down there and torturing the bastards. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's the same with me. Hey, every time I see it, it's quite upsetting. You know, I'm sitting at um, a waiting room to get a blood test with someone and it's, it comes up on the TV, and that just affects your mood for the rest of the day. It certainly does. It's certainly, it's certainly hard. Is there anything you can um, do that, that helps you with your mood after you see something like that? I'm trying to, I try and listen to country music now. Yeah. Because I, because I love my country music, and I try to listen to a lot of that. When I see it on the news, I turn the, I'm, getting to the, I'm trying to force myself to turn the TV off or, or block it out. I'm under a new psychologist, and she's doing. Me, she's a very good psychologist, and I'm learning things from her that they hadn't learned from years. Fantastic. I have seen other psychologists, but they haven't worked out because they didn't feel com- comfortable with them. Yeah, definitely. That's the biggest thing I think um, with psychologists, and I'm glad I'm here to, to keep going and trying because I find people go once and they don't get along with the person, and then that's it, and they never go back. Exactly. And you've got to just keep trying different people. You can't be afraid. It's, as hard as it is, just really got to get out there and keep trying and talking to different psychologists until you find one that you click with and one that you get along with. And then when you do... It changes your life. It does. The psychiatrist that I had under when I was in Tweed Heads, he was a very, very professional doctor. He, stu- he stuck by me all the way. He never gave up on me. The nurses at the hospital were very good to me. They never gave up on me neither. I just want to take this opportunity to thank the Tweed Valley Clinic, known as Karajong now, I think, hospital for, for, for all the support, and, and they never gave up on me. And, for, and it wasn't for them. And my brother, I probably would have committed suicide years ago. That's fantastic. I'm so grateful for them to be around, to be I'm, able to sit with you today, Scott. I'm very grateful for, for, the, for the hospital and I'm very grateful for my brother. And I, got, and my, I, I love my brother. I, I love all my family members, mm-hmm. but my brother, I've got a special touch with my heart for my brother, what he does for me. And you're still in contact with your brother today? Yes, I am to this day. That's fantastic. That's great to hear. So what would you say to people who um, are starting to feel, I don't know, a little bit different and going through some things? What would be if their first steps to get on a road to recovery? 
talk to your mother or your father mm-hmm. um, or, or grandma or grandma, grandma or grandpa, or talk to, talk to your doctor, but seek help as soon as you can because it's very important. The, the first foot in the door could save your life. Definitely, definitely. The longer you wait, the harder it is. 100% accurate, you're right there. Yeah, and you don't want your thoughts to get in control of you, you want to be in control of them. So the quicker you get out there and do it, the better it is. But it's, it's a lot easier said than done, definitely. It's very hard to, it's very hard to walk into your doctor and say, doctor, uh, this scumbag molested me, this scumbag touched me with my private parts or done something to me. Mm-hmm. And for a child to tell, tell a doctor that is very, very difficult and very, very hard. I can't imagine what, what some kids go through at such a young age when these bastards abuse them. 100%. And I think that, I think they, should, I think they should be put in life, locked up in jail for the rest of their life, never to be released. Because the court system just smacks them on the wrist. Okay, 12 months could be happy, but don't do it again. It's, that is not... That is not stopping, actually making, that's making it worse for the victims and other abuse, abusers to come forward. Definitely right, because that's why so many people sit there in silent, because they think, what's the point in talking? Because nothing happens, and all it does is create stress and, and more trauma. And sometimes they, they think the child's lying. Mm-hmm. No, it's come forward and tell somebody that someone's touched it inappropriately. Come forward and tell somebody. It's very important you make that first step. And the first step is the most hardest step to make, and I know that for a fact. Definitely, it definitely is. And once you get over that step, it's all um, well not downhill, but it's uphill. But it's 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 not easier. But it's a it, long, it's a long, long road to recovery. It is. It's a long road, and it's not an easy one. That's for no, sure. No, it's not. When we sit here and lie to you, say it's easy. It's not easy. It's very, very hard. But it's one definitely worth going down. That's for sure. Definitely agree to that. Yes. Because once you get to the other side of that road and you start feeling better, life is just unbelievable. Definitely. And you definitely go through days again where, you know, you might be in the thick of it and you think, I'll never be able to get over this, I'll never stop thinking about that. But there'll be one day you'll wake up and you'll be like, I haven't thought about this in a day. But my, members of my family and my mother supported me when I was in prison. They visited me. I stayed at my brother's, I stayed at my sister's and my brother's accommodation in Melbourne. I'm very grateful for all they've done for me. But unfortunately, because of what I've done to them in the past, I've made, of course, a major drift between them, between most of them. Uh, I love my mother very dearly and she stuck by me through 100% all the way. That's fantastic. Your mother sounds like a lovely person. She's, and she still sticks to me with Sorry, She still sticks with me this day. That's fantastic to hear, Scott. I'm very, very grateful to hear that. Thank you. Um, so you're very close with your family. You still come in contact with your mother? Yes, I do. That's great. So, yeah, so you've seen a few psychologists. You've seen one now? I'm currently under one now, yes. And they're, and they're doing good work for you? Yes, 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 yes. That's fantastic to hear. That's fantastic to hear. Is there anything? So you'd say you listen to country music when you get down and um, you hear those things on the news, and you find the country music helps you. I find it helps me a little bit. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Is there anything else you, that you, you've done throughout the years that you find's helped your mood? And Not much. No. 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 Yeah, it, it can be really tough to find things they tell you, especially um, they tell you to do all these sort of things like these breathing techniques and all this sort of stuff. But when you get really down and and depressed and, and in that in that mindset. You don't sometimes always want to get better, hey? No, you, don't want, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to work on it and just, you haven't got the self-esteem to do it or, or sometimes laziness. I mean, sometimes I am. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is hard to get going and put it out of your mind and to, to distract yourself and otherwise it's very hard to, yes. Yeah, definitely, hey. Like I know when I've been feeling down, I know listening to music um, that I like can help me, but I've, I've sat there and I can remember thinking, 
I don't want to. I just want to sit here and be and be sad, which is it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes you do need to go through the emotions if it's not too intense. But um, you definitely got a, a lot of self-motivation. A lot. And sometimes I've got the motivation and sometimes I don't. Exactly right. And that's a, still the trick I'm trying to work out is how to give myself more motivation to be able to do things. I, can't, I wouldn't know how to answer that question. Yeah, neither do I. That's what I'm still searching as well. Yeah. And I think it's different for every person. And it's just something you get better with um, just over time. It does take time. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, so if you wouldn't mind talking a little bit about these suicidal thoughts and stuff, mm-hmm. Scott, if that's all right. So after everything that happened, you got a little bit, uh, well, you got quite suicidal and... Yes, I have. I've, I've been, um, many, many years ago, uh, I, 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 I poured petrol over myself when I was at this, when I was at this, this gentleman, this guy's house. I poured petrol around the house. I was going to go up in flames with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had a light in one hand and I was ready to light it. Uh, I was bitten by a police dog which disarmed me and then I got arrested. Um, I climbed on top of, many, many years ago, I climbed on top of the Westgate Bridge um, with an imitation pistol. Uh, Traffic was closed for five hours while the police negotiated with me. Um, And I begged the the police to shoot me dead. Um, But I just couldn't handle living living with it anymore. Yeah. And... It caused a lot of problems for me and my family. One of my brothers, one of my brothers, stuck by me all the way with that. Through that, he got me through it. Uh, my brother has got me through so many, many, many episodes of depression and, and other issues that, like, I, don't, I can't explain how. He, what would what he go through? What he go through when I go through? Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to, I've tried to, I've tried overdoses on my medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just on the bridge, what made you not not do it in the end? What what, what made you you come down? That's a question I really don't know. I mean, I've asked myself that for for many many years. I mean, the all I could say is the negotiator was bloody good. Yeah. I mean, he talked me out of it. No, that's fantastic. Well, I'm glad um, they did. And I was taken to a psychiatric hospital where I was locked up for don't know how long for. Um. My mum and my brother came to visit me and stuck by me all the way. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to think what I put my mum through over the years. I mean, I mean you shouldn't cause you know you shouldn't cause your mum misery, but I caused my mum a lot of problems, and I regret, I regret every one of them. You didn't mean to, though, Scott. And that's that's the main thing. Not like some of these other people out there; they do things to have their mum purpose. You didn't mean to. You you couldn't help it. A lot of stuff had happened to you, and it was out of your control. It was out of my control, but if but. I was given I was given opportunity not to go near the keep getting into trouble, but I, I ignored all that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't listening to anyone. I, I understand that. I think that, and I think it's fair enough that you didn't. I understand. I, I don't fully understand, but I can see why you did it, and I, I definitely don't blame you. And I think you've you've um, you've walked a hard life, and, and I'm really happy to see you sitting here now doing Dude, this. But this help a thousand people seem talking your story now. I know. If I can help, if I can help one one child or one young young person come forward from being stop being abused, then I've I've achieved what I wanted to do in life. I think this will definitely will. If, if well, someone so. out there hears it, I think this will help them tremendously. And don't be afraid to come forward. Don't be, I'm serious, don't, don't be afraid. Just put your hand up. Look, I've been hurt. Tell them. Hundred percent. So these days, Scott. Um, you say you still go um, down, but you haven't been hospital in eight months, which is absolutely fantastic. For me, it is yes. What are some of the things you like and enjoy and do these days? Give you joy. 
Lately, I've just been listening to my country music. Mm-hmm. I go to, I go down to down the town and visit my brother in, in his hometown. Um, I go out. I try to get out, but I don't get out as much. I'm, I'm, more, I'm myself more and more lately. I don't know why, but I am. Do you think that's a bad thing? Yes, it is. I want to learn to get out more. Okay. What's something? What's something you'd like to go out and do? I haven't really thought of that at the moment. I'd love to go. I'd love to go to Tamworth Country Music Festival. Oh, that would be fun. But I don't think they're going to have that for quite a while. Yeah, eh, with the, the, all this coronavirus stuff, but oh, it's, it's looking better and better, though. It is, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised maybe next year we see it. Well, hopefully next year will be a better year for me. Yeah, it would be indeed. Yeah, so for the music festival comes up soon, and I'm glad to see you doing well, Scott. And I'm sure this story, you're sharing your story, was going to help other people. Well, I hope it does. I got support with NDIS, which is good. Which I'm glad with that they helped me out a lot, which I'm appreciative. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a good, I got a good organisers. They're doing a good job. They, they get me, they help me out a lot. My support workers are all good. They're all, they're, they're all fair with me. They don't treat me like a like 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 a puppet of a string. They treat me with respect, and I'm glad about that. Well, I love coming here, Scott, and I love sitting here with today. And I'm very grateful for you sharing your story with everyone. Thank you very much, Perry, and good luck. Thank you, Todd, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you too.